Amidst the cosmic masquerade, stars burst into clothes, unfurling their echoing drama. In the impenetrable sky, the Saviour tries to look within at a street labelled with limitless personifications fluctuating amongst the chaotic abyss, its rivers erupting with profound farts and water. Finds personal betrayals follow similar cycles to seedlings, expanding into the deep cosmic background through hairline roots that could tear a mountain apart with its buddies. theater of life's eternal play, a cosmic wanderer emerges from winter's wings, tracing courses through the stage's shifting sands, all the while their depths filled with a lack of anything not too dissimilar to days. patient in any idealized existence, sheds constraints, embracing the inevitable decay with a mantra, we go where we choose. Amidst jeers, lives accommodate the fragmented shapes of relationships, each garment a body of their own, echoing the tumultuous embrace of us body fillers. Yet only the unfurling cataclysms reveal the profound meaning as we sink into the depths and its inevitable applause. Thank you. 
Celebrations were afoot on the packing line. Mildred's mouse had been voted this year's cutest and awarded a lunar calendar contract for appearances in promotional material and a crumb of a cut of the profits, which everyone present knew would be miraculously transformed through a shrewd signature into a year's supply of this or that. Doe deemed to be a greater volume than that offered as a direct payout. To add to this, a new line of micro donuts called Dinkies was scheduled to be launched bearing Mildred's mouse's name, Pigsley. The slogan, Nice for Mice, was hovering pert in primary colors on a celebratory banner hung from the manager's mezzanine and a secondary sign hung below the official looking banner and looking like a kindergarten craft project advertising apples at a country fair was a silver foil covered breadboard with pastel cut craft card letters announcing Pigsley approves. The rodent-endorsed body of products had outstripped the weaselly product placement tier's predictions that Brandon had taken to be of the oversalted variety at very best, his mind for too long subsisting on the insalubrious slop of sleepless nights staring over the factory floor.
watching mice make a mockery of his endeavors as they rudely perform their impetuous raids of his supplies, depleting Brandon's stock and value with the same squeak. A rival bakery had caught wind of the infestation and published a smear campaign depicting Brandon's as a run-down Disneyland spawning all manner of unwholesome ghouls, gobbling on moldy loaves and spewing it back out as a river of cash that the unflattering likeness of Brandon floated down in a drunken boat with a snapped paddle and crew of spent vodka bottles, a grievance harbored with no possible repost. shining armor, a report appeared in a peer-reviewed journal linking the feeding preferences of mice with human evolutionary dominance. Among the food sources compared were Brand X of Bread and Brandon's, showing how the nutritional excellence was chosen nine times out of ten by the subjects of the study. Detailed color slides showed several areas of the mice's brains lighting up when they ate. Bright yellows, blues, and reds vibrantly visible in the scans of the branded subjects as compared to the more muted purples, oranges, and pinks of competitors. How the wheel of fortune pirouettes under the cloud cover of the puppeteer's hand. Somehow the story took hold in the public's imagination and the soft associations between mice and bread erased the trials of pestilence that had plagued Brandon's since the smear campaign. across conveyor belts at the lab coats that had flushed through the factory with the efficiency of an emetic were later recalled but quietly forgotten when the new gleaming smocks arrived to oust the dreary stained gingham days. Gladly under 